Hey everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Glad to be back. Being responsible. I am recording early, everybody. I'm chilling at the crib. It's uh 9:40 on a Wednesday. Um, my son had to go to school and take an SOL test. Math, I know he's gonna do well. My wife had to run to work, and it's just me, man. Just chilling. I don't feel pressure. Uh, I don't feel like I need to rush. I'm just chilling, man. So uh, welcome back, everybody. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you watch, I appreciate it, man. So uh, tell a friend, an enemy, coworker, tell somebody about the podcast. Okay, man. Woo. So uh, I guess I'll start with my milestone. There's nothing really big going on. And for those who don't know, we have an eight-year-old son. His name is Miles. And I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. I think I might have just said that. But um, it's really nothing, man. We're getting ready to, to drop him off at my mom, at my parents' house for, I don't want to say for the summer, but he'll be there for a few weeks. They're going to go to Florida. He's going to hang out with his cousins. And uh, my wife and I will get some much-needed uh, alone time, and um, and he'll get some much-needed family time. Um <clears throat> I think this is going to be the hardest time for me. I, I think because this is probably the most time I've spent with them uh, consistently, unfortunately. But we, you don't realize that until we we all got uh, made to sit down for a while in your home every day for a year. And you go, man, I've been gone a lot. I drive a lot. I do this a lot. So uh, it's been a very uh, stressful year, uh, a year, a lot of unknowns. You know, everyone can, to, can uh, attest to that. But uh, it was also a year where I learned quite a bit about myself, about him, about our relationship. And, you know, my wife and I, uh, same thing, you know, a lot of ups and downs. But uh, I think for the most part, uh, more ups than downs. I I learned a lot about myself, but I digress. So it's going to be hard um, leaving him back this time because we've spent so much time together. Uh, I think I might have a little bit of separation anxiety. So uh, that's what's going on. He's he's taking this one of his last tests of the year, and uh, Friday we're we're gonna head out and, and take him to uh, my parents' house back in Rochester, New York, and we'll be there for a couple of days, and we'll come back. And um, it looks like America's open opening back up, folks. So I got uh, quite a few things on the schedule. Mm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, but uh, I guess I'll get into the shows and stuff later, you know. Um, yeah, man. But I'm 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 pretty excited. Uh, I gotta say, I think over the last few months, I just been really doubting myself, and I'm like, man, do I really want to do comedy? You know, just really questioning. But then I, I I did a show this past weekend at a vineyard out in Keswick, Virginia. Very nice area. Apparently, uh, The Rock has a a ranch or some type of farm out there, but uh, I don't know if that's the exact location. It, it, it be, it's an urban legend at this at this point, I think. But uh, very nice area, and uh, I get on stage, man, and I realize like, no, this this is it. You know, this is this is what I want to do, man. There's nothing more satisfying to me than just being on stage and talking to people, man, getting laughs and making people feel good, and and. Uh, I don't. It's such a challenge. I, I think that's what I like about it. It's a it's a live challenge. There's so much going on, 
I, I think I think that's what my draw is to comedy, man. It's it's so dynamic. There's so many thoughts going on in my head, and it's just uh, it's fun. Look at it's putting a smile on my face. I still love it. <laughs> I think I was just getting down because I, I just wasn't getting on stage as much. I, I think that's what that was, and I just started like, man, what am I doing? Do I want to do this? I got on stage, and I'm like, I absolutely want to do this, and I want to do it every day. Um. So that that feels good, you know, because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people over the last year, some change, man, who they lost that fire. Um, I, I might have the desire to drive and all that type of shit has definitely uh, not that I ever wanted to drive. But it, when you don't have to, you get used to not having to drive two, three hours uh, every other day, sometimes four or five. And, you know, occasionally those seven, eight hour drives. Um, yeah, I've never looked forward to that, but, uh, man, I'm, I'm excited to get back out there. Um, the June's looking good people. I got Norman, uh, the first weekend in June and I got a bunch of one nighters and hopefully once DC fully opens all the producers there, they will uh, get back in contact with those bars and those venues if they're still open and we can resume as normal. So I'm looking forward to getting back up to DC quite often. And uh, just doing multiple shows a night, hanging out with my friends, popping over here, popping in over there. So much fun. I, I, I miss it, and I'm ready for it to come back. Uh, <clears throat> oh, speaking of missing it and, and and glad to have it back in my life is NBA basketball, folks. I think I might have mentioned this the last couple of weeks, but I'm really enjoying um, these playoffs. I didn't get to watch as much as I wanted to uh, last night, but I caught the highlights this morning. Uh, I was going to mention that game one, the Suns-Lakers series, man. LeBron should have been out. I, I, I get it. He's the face of the league, man. But I'm I'm too much of a, 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 a karmic pussy. I would just feel like, you know what, this, this is the wrong thing to do. I feel like it might come back to bite me in the ass. And there's this weird conspiracy theory part of me that feels like maybe they lost game one. Uh, on purpose they did lose game one um which i think if they won it would it would have become a huge point talking point for people to go oh well he shouldn't have been there anyway he should have been suspended now they up to you know one nothing it ain't fair but with them losing now it's a non it's a non-issue so I don't I don't know if if the Lakers if LeBron James if they would go that uh, if they would risk um, throwing a game uh, so him not being suspended but you know would become a non-issue but there's part of me that's like yeah it's possible man it's possible because now no one's talking about it you know but if they would have won decisively game one it would have been a point of contention and you would have never I, I don't think you would really uh, have heard uh, you would have ever heard the end of it sorry about that um I was uh, actually trying to think of something else as I was finishing that sentence, and it's gone. I need to focus on what the hell I'm saying now. Jesus, Chris. See, that's how my brain brain works, man. I, I can't get one thing out without something else popping in and wanting to interrupt myself from finishing a, a, a sentence. But, uh, man, I, I've just really been enjoying it, man, watching a, a, all these new dudes. It's it's like it is, it's a new league for me. Of course, you got LeBron. You got a couple of guys that have been around for quite a while. But for the most part, it's a new league, and it's exciting. And um, 
I just I love Luca, man. I love Luca. That dude is dope. I love Donovan Mitchell. That guy is phenomenal. So much fun to watch. Um, it's fun seeing the Knicks play hard and, and be a good team. Uh, Julius Randle just won Most Improved Player. It, it's just uh, the, seeing the Knicks do well. It's I feel like all is right in the basketball world. You know, it's just I, I grew up in New York. I've always been a Knicks fan. Uh, it's kind of by default, you know, but man, I'm loving it, man. I, I feel so bad. I, I basically abandoned it for 10 years. You know, I was just a very, very spotty watcher, but man, it's, uh, it's exciting. Cause if it, for the longest time, man, I, 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 I watched every game. I knew everybody. And then I just got obsessed with comedy and it just kind of fell by the wayside. And I, and I knew everybody what college they went to and all that. And it's just, uh, all that knowledge is, has retired. <laughs> all those dudes have moved on and now they're doing messy podcasts, talking shit about each other, man. Uh, all the stuff with Kwame Brown is crazy. And you know what? Thank God there was not Twitter around when that guy played for the Lakers, because if he, if he was, if it was, I would definitely be on that list. At that time, I was a huge Laker fan because I was a Kobe fan, and I used to talk so much shit about Kwame Brown. I did not like Kwame Brown. And it really just boils down to that kid being selected by Michael Jordan and putting so much undue pressure on him to basically become the face of the league, become a great player, you know? And I know everyone that enters the league, they want to they be great, but that's not how the shit works out. Um, and that's, it's really not fair to call that man a bust, man. It's really, it's really not. The only reason why we think he's so bad is, one, because he wasn't great. But what really just exacerbates everything is the fact that Michael Jordan was like, this is the kid. But we should have known, man, Mike really isn't uh, not that he can't see talent, but he's not he's not a front office guy, man. You know, I, I think I think Mike obviously knows when people can hoop, but I don't know if he has that ability to go like, you know, what? I think this kid's got potential out of high school. I don't know if he has that, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he can look at a pro player and go, you know what? It just still works hard. He'll be all right. But as far as yeah, scout, scouting skills, I don't think Mike has it, man. Um, but man, Kwame Brown is going hard on a lot of people, man. And when you really look, when you really step back and think about it, it's pretty warranted because you got this young kid who was picked by the 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 basketball god himself. Was like, yeah, this is the kid. That is a lot of pressure, man. A lot of pressure. And you can tell the way he's responding to all this stuff, it's been bothering him for years. And I don't think a lot of us really thought about the impact. And, of course, I'm up here doing my podcast, and my wife is down there with her um, bullet blender making a smoothie. You got to love not being able to afford a studio. And what's funny is, it's going to seem like she's going to mix this fucking thing for the next 10 minutes. 
I'm pretty sure y'all can hear it. It's, it's not going to stop. I'm just trying to plow through and talk over this blender. It is. There it is. It's done. And I'm, I'm pretty sure she's going to go back for a little more. She's taking it off. I'm pretty sure she's shaking it. That's ah, a little thick. Put it back on. I was wrong. No round two. But yeah, this this Kwame Brown shit is is, is wild, man. <laughs> it is a wild. Man, I, I think yeah, Stephen A. Smith might even apologize to him on the air, on TV. <laughs> that motherfucker was scared. Kwame was like oh, um, Omar in the wire, man. Coming through with the long coat and the shotgun. People were running. But hey, he's he keeping it real, though. I'll tell you that. He, he is not happy. He is sick of that shit. It's like, you are not going to call me a bust anymore. As a matter of fact, let me see how old Kwame Brown is. Because he has, he can't be more than, I don't think he, I don't, he might be 35 at the most. Oh, shit, he's older than, okay, my bad. He's 39. 82. Okay. 2012, 2011. Wow. All right. He's older. He's older than I thought. Hmm. That's a long time, man. He played for 12 seasons. I mean, for over a decade, man. Over a decade, man. Oh, okay. It's 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 twofold for this guy. Number one overall pick, which I kind of forgot about that he was the number one overall pick. And then picked by Michael Jordan. That is, first of all, being a number one pick, huge, huge pressure. Lots of pressure. Huge wasn't the right word. Oh, was it Steve? Okay, my bad. I got that wrong. It was Charlemagne the God. My bad. Here I am being being wrong about shit. It was uh, Charlemagne the God who apologized for to Kwame Brown for causing pain. Yeah, man, that's uh, pretty well. And oh, yeah. So I get, I get it, man. <clears throat> didn't, didn't really pan out as the number one pick, but the Jordan thing, man, it's just I, ca I can't imagine that pressure, man. Right out of high school, you don't know what's going on, you know, and then you have Michael fucking Jordan telling you how to play basketball. That is, that's pretty wild. Think about that. You go from high school, and a year later few years later you got michael jordan you have michael jordan a guy that you, you looked up to is you, you're on his team he picked you he's telling you hey you got to be over here you, that is terrifying that's a lot and these articles, man, here's an article. Uh, four players who are who are bigger disappointments than Kwame Brown. Shit like that. Could you imagine 12 years of that? And you, you, we finally have the technology and the platforms to defend yourself. <laughs> God damn. And to can be able to control it, you know, because, yeah, they could always make a statement through a, a, a publicist or you know, even a, a press conference, but you do all that. You gotta, you have to be a certain kind of way, but with the way social media is now, you can just get on the internet at the click of a button. You know, you don't have to be formal. You can say exactly what you want to say, how you want to say it. And uh, man, a lot of these motherfuckers are finding out he ain't the one to fuck with. Very interesting few days when it comes to that. Um, I didn't even plan to talk about that shit really.
pretty wild. Uh, so shout out to Kwame Brown, man. <laughs> I need to I need to apologize to Kwame Brown. Um, talked about the Lakers. Uh, talked NBA. Um, so apparently, uh, Texas, Texas has um a few things going on. Texas uh, abortion. Uh, they they're really trying to to uh they got a, a heartbeat bill banning abortions. Let's see here. Uh, banning abortions, uh, first of its kind, legal provisions attended. Let's see. When when can you not have an abortion in this? Uh, uh, apparently, they've made it a lot harder. Let's see. Governor Abbott signed into law Wednesday a measure that would prohibit Texas abortions as, as early as six weeks before some women know they're pregnant. So, yeah, they're basically. Uh, wow. They're basically trying to ban it as a, as a whole. As early as six weeks. Yeah, a lot of women don't even know. And this is what kills me about these kind of people, man. Um, they also just signed a law where, like, you don't need to have any type of uh, permit or license or anything like that to carry a handgun. And look, to, uh, to people who are really freaking out about this, uh, there's other states that already do this. You know, so when I first when I bought my first gun in Arizona, uh, I mean, they obviously did a background check, but I didn't have to wait. I went in there. They ran my name. I was fairly young, maybe 22 at the time. Not much history. I hadn't done anything wrong. It came back within minutes. And I would say within a half an hour, I walked out with a with a uh, 40 caliber handgun and boxes of ammo. Uh, so uh, while I don't, uh, I don't align with a lot of shit on the right when it comes to guns, uh, I'm pretty much on board, man. <laughs> so I don't really see what the big deal is with this. Uh, I, I get it. It, it. it can be scary when you have people carrying guns around where you feel like they're not, uh, they're not trained in, in a lot of cases they there aren't, but I can't say that like states that already have this, like Arizona, I won't say Arizona, uh, Nevada. I don't really see them having more gun issues than any other place. So I, I don't really see it seeing I don't see it being a problem. So I think people need to relax on that shit. You know? But what kills me though is uh this thing of like the a lot of right wing people are like, let people make their own decisions. People let people, you know, people are smart enough to do what they want to do, but then you don't let people decide if they want to have an abortion or not. It doesn't matter if you think that is right or wrong. It's they have, they should have that right. You know, it's not up to you to impose your, your uh, religious or even your political beliefs on, on somebody else. When it comes to that, go, Hey, that's not my cup of tea, but you should have the right to do that. Just like, I don't like people telling me like, ah, you should get rid of AR 15. No, I, I shouldn't. And I don't need to have a reason to have one other than I can fucking have one. So I, I, I just really hate this thing of like, uh, on one hand, everybody is, is, is responsible. You know, uh, everybody has common sense. Uh, everyone knows what's best for themselves and every, everyone needs to just mind their business. But when it comes to this abortion thing, all of a sudden you want to start imposing your own personal beliefs and, and, and religious uh, ideology on people. I just, I, I don't think it's cool. And I think it's very hypocritical. Uh, I, I'm just, and with the weed too, it's just like, you, you, again, you, you say people should be able to do what they want to do. 
And should, you know, look at the mask thing. Hey, I should be able to, you know, not wear a mask. I should be able to put other people at risk. I should be able to put myself at risk. I should be able to, you know, um, gamble with my life. You should be able to do what you want to do. So again, why can't people smoke weed if they want to? I mean, and people want to use the excuse, well, it's a gateway drug for kids. You don't care about kids. A bunch of kids got shot up in the school. Y'all didn't really care about that shit. So now all of a sudden, yeah, you, you care about if if teenagers are, are smoking weed. They, I mean, teenagers drinking and, and uh, smoke cigarettes and, and e-cigs all the time. And a lot of us that's, that are doing this complaining about it, we smoked cigarettes and, and drank when we were, were teenagers and people smoke weed and shit. So, I mean, even if it was, it's been illegal and they still do it. What's, why do you think it being legal is really going to change anything? It's just really weird when we, 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 we pick and choose Well, they pick and choose when people are uh, smart enough or have, uh, you know, the, the wherewithal to make the right decisions. Because when it, when it's them, it, it really doesn't matter what it is. They should just be allowed to either have it, do it, say it, and not even think about the consequences of either whether you're hurting somebody else's feelings, is it hurting the environment? Uh, are, are you, you know, are you hurting people? Are you hurting the situation? They don't think about that shit and say, hey, this is my right to do. I'm going to do it. I don't care who I'm putting at risk. I don't care uh, how it looks. This is my right. But all of a sudden, when it comes to abortion, when it comes to marijuana, all that is kind of thrown out the window. And all of a sudden, we need to think about these moral ramifications and what it means to children. But you, you can do whatever you want. I don't, I'm not a fan of that, man. Not a fan. Uh, also not a fan of. Um, so apparently, I can't, I've been saying apparently uh, a lot. And I guess I'm saying it because I haven't read everything. But in Florida, they're passing a law where they don't they want to be able to sue social media companies for um, banning political uh, candidates for more than a certain amount of time. And there's like a hundred thousand dollar a day fine and all this kind of stuff. And here's the thing about the GOP when it comes to this. Um, now that things have kind of shifted. These are the same people. Let me take a quick sip. that really push for corporations to basically be seen as people, you know, they can donate to political campaigns and all this kind of stuff. Now I just feel like the GOP, man, you guys really don't think things through all the way. You just go, how can this benefit me now? And for decades, it's kind of been you guys in bed with corporations, you know, giving all these tax breaks, you're taking all this money from all these different companies, all these donors and stuff. And you're cool because they want to push, you know, uh, traditional family values and all this kind of stuff. Very conservative. You are completely okay with that. But now that the, the, the market and, and things have shifted, now you have these tech companies and they ran by a lot of liberal people. Now, all of a sudden, you know, when, when they're the ones giving hundreds of millions of dollars to these corporations and add money, and they have personalities and people on their networks that these companies don't agree with. They go, hey, man, we're going to pull our money if you don't get this motherfucker off of here. And they comply. That's how this shit works. And let's not act like this is brand new. Because remember back in 2002, your boy Bill O'Reilly did the same shit to Ludacris. Now, that was cancel culture before there was cancel culture. Remember that? 
when he jumped down Pepsi's throat, got on his TV show and was like, how dare the Pepsi, a company like this, how dare they have a guy who degrades women? His lyrics are bad. He's cursing. Again, he's degrading women. This is a family company. They should drop him. And guess what? Pepsi dropped Ludacris. How was that cool? See? Now, when Pepsi is trying to appease these uh, conservatives and people who don't have those po the, the same points of view as them, they get dropped. It's not a problem. It's about knowing who uh, who the advertisers are and go, hey, man, they pay the bills. We we have obligations to our advertisers. It's, it's not a problem. But when the shoe is on the other foot, it's giving in to the woke mob and it's destroying our country. And we need to stop this. This is bullshit. You didn't care when it was working out for you. Now the shoe's on the other foot and it's oppression. I don't think this bill is really going to do much of anything at all. Uh, and I just think it's really, it's going to come back to bite them in the ass. <laughs> I think it is. Don't know how, but I think it is because it's so short-sighted. They leave so many gaps. Uh, someone that they don't like is going to use this rule or someone who, someone's going to use this rule and this is going to backfire and they're going to get mad and we're going to go, hey, you're the one that came up with this rule. So don't get mad at me because now you're being uh, choked out by your own fucking rule that you made because you thought it was going to piss off the other side. So. So that's it for me, folks. That's the show. There's a show. That's the show. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chris Allen Comedy. And if you haven't already, please follow my YouTube page. I'm getting closer and closer to a thousand uh, I'm working with a buddy, man. I'm working on an intro for the show, trying to make it a little bit cooler, uh, trying to up the production value a little bit. And uh, maybe I'll start going just a little bit longer. I, I noticed the shows are getting longer. Maybe I can I can bump this up from 20 to 30 or maybe 20 to 25. We'll see. But um, definitely not doing an hour. That's just too much. Who the fuck am I to talk for an hour? Uh, I'm, I'm a nobody. But uh all right, so I'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the weekend. Happy Memorial Day. And, uh, yeah, see you next week. I'm out. Peace.